We've had a lot of talk the past few days about Tools for Schools, the Wake Ed partnership, what they do to help teachers in the area. But another question that a lot of parents are asking as they approach the regular school year, which starts in just a matter of weeks, is uh, how to deal with their kids eating food at school when their kids have allergies. I dealt with this in college. Uh, Having celiac disease is not an allergy technically, but you say I have a gluten allergy and people understand that. Uh, Difficult in college. I can imagine a kid who has an allergy doesn't necessarily understand food that well. That could be pretty difficult when you send them off to school. To talk about uh, allergies and school children, I've been on Kelly Clearly, FAIR Senior Director of Education and Support Programs. Kelly, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. I'd imagine these days we find more and more kids have allergies, more than I think we used to figure out. 100%, you are correct. So in today's world, we are seeing that one in every 13 kids in the United States has a food allergy. So that's about two in every classroom in America. And that's significant. That could be an allergy, that uh, like a peanut allergy, where a kid could get in real trouble real quick. Correct. I'm I'm a pediatrician and I'm also a mom of four kids, one of whom has multiple anaphylactic food allergies. So this is a time when we are really gathering all of this medical information, making sure that we have our doctor's letters, our medication that's unexpired, and ready to have some talks with school to make sure the policy and procedures are right for my son. Yeah, what kind of documents do you need? What kind of info do you need to give a school to really let them know that your kid has a serious allergy? So one of the most important um, documents that I find as as an allergy parent is the emergency care plan. Um, And I forever, even prior to joining FAIR, uh, Food Allergy Research and Education, I use the emergency care plan on the FAIR website, which is free to download. Um, But it really just gives uh, the school personnel, a good idea of what steps to, to carry forth if and when a child is having a food allergic reaction. And I'd imagine that's even more important for really young kids, kindergartners, first graders, where their classmates might not necessarily be able to help at all. Yeah, I mean, when when you're looking at the different ages of kids between elementary and middle and high school, the focus is often very different based on their developmental stages. So. You know, we have a lot of tools at FAIR that uh, we really focus on the appropriate age group. So one is called Be a Pal, which is a course that we recommend that schools or you know teachers, coaches, uh, Girl Scout or Boy Scout uh, troop leaders look to, to give to their students that are in their group. It's, it's a course that really just is geared toward kids and tells them that food allergies are severe. Kids with food allergies still need to have people who are their good friends there washing hands after, you know, meals so that they're not transferring any allergens. Really thinking about some of the, you know, choices that they're making in terms of uh, celebrations and not sharing their food at lunch is a big one. And then obviously if their food allergic friend is sick, getting an adult in charge to help them. One of the things I dealt with uh, in college was that, well, going kindergarten through 12th grade, we I went to a small school and we didn't have a cafeteria. We just brought our own food. But once I got to college, someone with celiac disease, I actually met with a professional at the school and found out uh, what foods were safe or safer for me. 
And I found out pretty quick that there was about three meals I could eat on the average day. Is that a similar case with a lot of kids going through public schools, kindergarten through 12th grade, that they're very limited when they factor in their allergy with the food that they can eat? Yeah, I mean, it, and obviously it depends on the allergy that the child has. It's a, that is a great point to meet with people at school to see what are the safe options for your child. I think that every year we get better and better in being able to offer more variety to the food allergy community, um, you know, because I, I really feel strongly and it's because it is so personal to me as well that my, my son gets to enjoy food, you know, in a very similar way to, the, you know, to me. So um, it is, it's something that I think is changing and certainly there's more variety today than there was 10 years ago. But the key is to talk to people at school to see what is safe for your particular child. Yeah, and I agree that uh, it's certainly improving in terms of the food that's available or just people who are helping distribute the food. More and more of those folks know about allergies as well. Uh, Looking at just kind of treatment for these situations for a lot of kids and uh, like EpiPens being accessible for a student who has anaphylactic reaction to, to any sort of food. How is, is that improving around the country in schools, uh, access to these medications to help them? Yeah, and I, it, it definitely is improving. And year after year, we're seeing more and more access. But families really need to advocate for their child and make sure that either they're providing an EpiPen or an EpiPen is, is in place at school. Because when anaphylaxis occurs, it is truly Epi first and Epi fast. So always having access to epinephrine is very important. I think uh, the two takeaways are just uh, become educated with around the food that's near your child and let them know what is safe for them. And also uh, contacting the school itself and just kind of figuring out a game plan with workers at the school. 100%. And I also think for those who are not in the food allergy community, really teaching their kids to think about, you know, what if you could not, you know, what if you could not eat the birthday cake at a party or partake in pizza on pizza Fridays or, you know, the cupcake at a celebration for a birthday and really having our children kind of walk in the shoes of other kids who might be restricted in what they are allowed to have. And I think that just creates empathy. That's just such a great start to the school year. Sure. Yeah. Think of all the places I've been. I'm used to these days not eating things. I'll see like cake or brownies and I'll be like, that sounds nice, but I literally can't eat it. But it is really nice when I go to an event or back when I was in school, when someone would bring along the side, they're like, sorry, I bought this from Trader Joe's or whatever, but it says gluten free on it. It's a brownie. Here you go. I really appreciated that. I think any any little gesture goes such a long way. And I can say that as a mom and a pediatrician that I have seen both sides of this, that if someone goes out of their way to make my son feel included, it it really feels special. Well, Kelly, clearly, thank you so much for uh, being on the show, talking about safety for our kids in school. Great. Thanks for having me.